Hello, you are listening to More Wine Please with your host, Amber Mack. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I had to do it. I had to do it. (laughs) I had to do it. Y'all know I was. Boy, I'm hyped right now. First of all, I'm just feeling good. I am in a good mood. I am being productive today. I am just feeling like. I'm feeling good. I, I'm feeling good. I'm excited right now. Um, I didn't post last week because, first of all, why I'm about to just jump into it. Thank you guys so much for anybody who is still listening. We are on episode 11. Um, let me let me check the Carfax and make sure because I don't want to give the girls the wrong information. Yep, episode 11. <laughs> Um, So we're on episode 11, y'all. I think because this is technically season one of my podcast. So I think I'm going to do a couple more episodes and then I'm going to take a pause um, probably into the new year. Maybe take like a couple of weeks. And then I know you're like, bitch, you didn't took a couple of weeks. You you just keep going. So I don't know. I'm still toying with the idea. But I just want to say thank you so much to people who continuously um, support me, who continuously listen to the podcast, who give me their feedback. I really do appreciate each and every one of you. And um, just we're going to keep doing this thing. And I'm just, yo, you you already know what I'm about to talk about. Let's just jump into it. Y'all know, for the most part, I don't like to get into politics on my podcast. For the most part, I try to be, even though I have my opinions and my thoughts, but I guess I'm just speaking for the people that's like me and the people that's like me listen to me and completely understand where my vibe is and where I'm coming from. And let's just say we fucking did it you guys we got our asses up we voted that asshole out of office now I know that it is still in the air according to his team but let's just talk about it let's just get into it I mean last week I honestly could not sit down and do a podcast because I was just so stressed the hell out about that election because I just felt like for four years, our future was just riding on whoever the presidential candidate is. And if I'm being honest, personally, I don't think that any presidential candidate is really for the black community. Um, I don't think that, you know, they really take heed to some of the the struggles that we go through. I mean, um I don't identify with a specific party. Um, I just kind of vote with what party more aligns with my um, ideas. And personally, I'm not a um, conservative. I'm pretty liberal. I'm very marry who you want to marry. Your body is your body and men should not have control over your body. Um hell I'm with whoever can get my goddamn student loans down okay and and Biden he made promises I'm like sir can you keep those promises because I got about 27,000 student loans dollars worth of student loans are you going to be able to clear up at least half for me at least half give me something but um you know is the stimulus coming I mean 
But on a serious note, I really am proud of, um, particularly my generation, we really got our asses up and we voted and because we knew, you know, a lot of us, we between 25 and 30. And those years are important in the decisions that they're making in off in, you know, higher offices and all of that, that really, it plays a role in how we live our lives. It's very important. Um, even down to social security. I mean, our parents, you gotta think about our parents who's benefiting from social security. Are they going to take it away? I mean, there's lots of parts to it and there's a lot of research that you have to do. And one thing I felt like we were robbed of during this election time was that I felt like we were just forced to, kind of just go with someone of the opposing side meaning I just knew I didn't want Trump so at that point I really didn't give a shit who was running I didn't care I was just like as long as we get his ass out I'm cool like I'll just go and vote for the opposing party but when I sat back and I realized I'm just like at the end of the day I don't really know what Biden stands for and I think a lot of people are kind of in that boat right now like okay we got out we voted We mailed our votes. We did our part. What is he going to do for us? Because what I guess it's kind of just like, what does he go? What does he stand for again? What did what did he say he was going to do? And and that's why I say we were robbed, because if you think about it, hell, you're watching the debates. It's a shit show. You don't even know. Everybody's so busy arguing that you don't even know what we're debate what they're debating about. You don't know what the opposing party stands for. I I just I think that I'm not alone when I say that a lot of us are ignorant to exactly what we bought into for the next four years. And of course, Trump and his team are trying to fight that and they feel robbed and they feel like we cheated. And I'm just like I. It's not cheating if you win, but it's cheating if you don't win. I kind of just don't listen to whatever the news and whoever decides to report about him because I think he's an idiot. I mean, he could probably make money, but he damn sure has no common sense. And it's just it's kind of like decreases my IQ every time I even try to interpret what the hell is going on as far as the Trump administration and what they're doing. It's just a waste of time, a waste of time that we've already wasted in the last five years. And I just think that he's very ignorant and I stand very firm on how I feel. And I'm, you know, it's no secret. Like I don't care. I don't like him. I don't think any of us like him. I think how is it that we've been living with a real life supervillain for four years? Like that's the part that really is like crazy. Like Trump ideally is a supervillain. Like I'd really like to know his supervillain um backstory, like how he became an asshole because there's no way you're born like that. And some people are, but to have, just have no moral values, no common sense whatsoever to be that narcissistic. It's just like he really should go talk to somebody because there's deeper issues there that being the president was never going to solve. You know, I just think that I, I think never in a million years, four years ago, never in a million years did we genuinely think that Trump was going to be the president of the United States. I think we didn't take it serious. I think that we 
we're just like yeah okay whatever and moved on with our day until he we I, I think a lot of us went to sleep woke up and he was the president and then we've been in hell for the past four years since and I just don't think that we necessarily took heed to that I, I really don't I don't think that we paid attention I don't think we took our government serious and if I'm being honest I really did appreciate quarantine and lockdown and everything that happened because it really had us open our eyes to really believe like wow we really have a villain a monster in office and we cannot go on like this I mean to be a part of history and have this be the largest voting turnout ever to be a part of that is amazing. I mean, I can tell my daughter, like, hey, this is what happened in 2020. It was the craziest year on earth. X, Y, and Z happened, and then the presidency, and da 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 da. You know, like, I just think that we've gone through so much as a nation that it was just time to stand up and say, okay, enough is enough. Like, there's no way we can continue to go on any further doing these things. I, that's just my personal belief I just I'm so 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 proud of us and I I saw that a large number of the voters were black people were minorities were people in my age bracket from 18 to 29 like those are the people that got up and voted and pushed people to vote and I know we was all getting them annoying ass text messages like hey this is Marissa with da 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 and this is so and so and and as much as we joked like leave me alone like I'm a vote leave me alone as much as we played and we joked about it at the end of the day who we wanted to win won and I low-key am appreciative of those I mean I know that I was going to vote regardless but there may have been some people that were hesitant about voting and they harassed the hell out of them to the point where they were like okay okay I'm gonna go get registered. Okay, okay, I'm gonna go vote. And sometimes you need that little flea, that little gnat on your back. Like, okay, like, what are you doing? Da 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 da. You need to vote. You know, I'm getting different text messages from my dad. For you know, I don't know whose contact information these voter people had, but they was con- trying to contact me to get in touch with my dad to vote, my mom to vote. I mean, everybody was. They were doing it, vice versa. I mean, they were really on it and. I'm just happy that we banded together, no matter the race, no matter any of that stuff. It didn't matter that day. It didn't matter when you mailed it in. It didn't matter. You knew. It almost kind of restored back hope and humanity in the world for a second. I mean, everything's not going to just snap fingers and go back to normal. And, you know, Biden's not our savior or anything like that. But it, it... you have to admit that seeing, finally seeing that he won Pennsylvania and then he won Nevada and seeing that come through and just like, wow, like one, we made a difference for one. For two, it's just like, oh my God, there's hope. Like we're not going to go through another four years of just straight trash. Like there's hope. And I think restoring that hope back in people, restored motivation, restored, you know, all of that it's just it's beautiful to see so I was just happy however okay it is 2020 there has to be I don't know how how y'all felt but I'm just like there has we have iPhones we have goddamn drones all types of stupid shit there has to be a better way for us to count these goddamn votes than using actual human bodies 
But like, why don't we have a system or some type of technology that that counts the votes? Or I don't I mean, of course, I've never done it, so I don't necessarily know. But I know it's like volunteers who's in there counting the votes. That's why it took four days for us to even get some type of results. And it's just like, yo, we don't have we fund the police more than we can fund the damn poll polling system. And even though it's every four years, look at what we just had to endure. Like, that just tells you where America's priority is and how behind the bell curve we are. Like, I just feel like, I, I guess me being a store manager, every day is not the same, and you got to just stay ready. You got to get ready, stay ready. You have to be on your shit all the time. And for us to not be ready, the idea is you want everybody to vote. So the amount of people that voted, that should be every time there's an election. It's really sad that it took that many people to vote because so many people disliked him. But at the same time, so many people did. And I think that was the disheartening part about it, too, was that, yo, it's millions of people voted for him, for racism, for... I mean, 250,000 plus, probably still counting, people died at his hands because he was so nonchalant about COVID. Yet people voted for him. It just, it, and, and literally America is divided because it was so, even just looking at the news and just watching it, everything was so divided. And you're really just sitting there like, what? We're really, these are the times that we're in? Where the world is divided against just something that's blatantly wrong, it was mind-boggling to me. And I work out in Kent, so I work in white man's land. And if you're white listening to this, I rock with y'all. I don't have nothing against white people. I don't have nothing against other minorities or other races. I do, however, have something against racist-ass white people. I think that there is a big difference because there was a lot of people out there who a lot of white people who voted for Biden. I had a woman come in my store and basically just say, hey, thank God. The day he won, thank God. And I was just like, yeah. And she was just like, I'm just so happy. And it took so long, but I'm so happy that Biden's in office. I can't stand Trump. And this is a white woman talking to me. So it's not, I in no way, shape or form think that all white people are bad at all. I do, however, think that there are a lot of very lost and ignorant white people that are currently living and or they have passed down this type of um, racist thoughts. I mean, if you think about it, most racist people, they talk about lynching. They talk about all this stuff. And it's just like we're not in the 1920s. Like we don't even live that way anymore. I mean, I mean, granted, they hide it with the police, but give me a break. How in the fuck do you think that you're you think that you're going to take down every black person that you see? There's no way. I'm not my ancestors. You know, you've seen that a lot. I'm not my ancestors. I will beat your ass like it's and you don't want to resort to violence. And I'm not condoning violence, but I'm just saying like racist people, they live in this mindset of just pure ignorance and just the old days. And I'm like, this is a. Step out of your backyard and go travel to a city. Like, go see what is really happening out here. And I just, it's just scary. And there's a video out. Um, I, I don't remember what it was on, but um, it was kind of funny. But he was going around just asking Trump supporters different. He was, at, he was going to Trump rallies and he was asking different Trump supporters different things. And they all, it was funny because it's like, wow, they're really not that smart. They're really ignorant. 
And I know people that voted for Trump. And I know people that voted for Trump because they felt like he was a businessman and he could make a difference in our economy and he could make a difference in our world and rah, rah, rah. And he did none of that. Because it was never about business for him. It was always about how he can self-serve himself. And Biden may have some of those attributes. We don't know Biden in real life. We don't know anything. We just know, I want the better, the less of two evils, I guess is my point. Um, I don't know enough about him and his campaign strategy or what he's going to do for me. Um, Like I said, give me a president that's going to talk about student loan debt because I think it's ridiculous. Give me a president that's going to talk about, I mean, he's talking about coronavirus. Okay, that's a great start. Give me a president who's going to talk about health care. Seriously, give me a president who is for abortion, who is not going to try and take away the rights of a woman, a woman's right to her own body and, and never even need, like, never ever bearing a child so not taking away the rights of people who do have that decision over their body I mean let's talk about those things you know so I guess I'm just happy that he won and I'm not gonna hold you I am very 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 fucking proud I'm snapping my fingers there is a black and a minority woman as our first female black Asian descent I don't know she's a melting pot but she is me and she is in office and she is a representation that we need and I love that there is a woman in office because so many times you hear people say you they don't want a woman in office we don't want a woman in office women are too irrational women are too emotional but women are actually more logical ladies if you're listening hear me out right you have a man in your life Okay, if he has to do something important, does he or does he not call you? Does he or does he not ask you questions about it? He doesn't just go and do it on his own. He consults you about it first because he wants your opinion. He values your opinion. And essentially, men know that women know a lot, a little bit more than men do. So this ideology that women are just too emotional or too all over the place to run a country is mind boggling to me because I'm just like, hold on, we probably would make some of the best decisions for this company and for our families and for the greater good of humanity. Now, again, when they were running, I don't know much of what she stands for either, but I do know. I love the representation. I love that I can say I live to see a black male president and a black female vice president. I can live. I can grow old and say that I've experienced that. I voted for that. I stand with that. Um, And I will say that when she did her her speech, um, her when she did her speech before Biden came out to basically say, you know, he's happy to be president, all this other stuff. Her speech, first of all, she's well-spoken, well-spoken, classy, smart, intelligent. In general, their speeches were nice because it was nice to hear a speech that was professional. It was nice to hear people speak with integrity. It was nice to hear education. Those things were nice to hear when they were talking because I feel like we haven't heard that in years So that's the first thing that I was happy about. Then I'm sitting there and I'm watching her talk and I'm watching her with my daughter sitting next to me. Mind you, I have a little brown girl. 
you know, and I try to be the best representation that I can for her. But, you know, image is everything. And for her to be sitting next to me and watching the first female black vice president give a speech and speak so well and so eloquently, eloquently, I literally was in tears. And I was clapping at things that she was saying and how, you know, it's about all women coming together and all of that. And I literally was in tears because as my daughter is watching me be happy and clap at who's on the screen, she gets up, she goes closer to the TV and she starts clapping and she doesn't know what's going on and she doesn't know all of that. But the fact that she knew like mommy is clapping, so this must be a good that right there was the very thing that I enjoyed seeing and I think that was that took the cake for me it's just my daughter my little black baby was watching a black female vice president give her speech in acceptance and I loved everything that she said and to me just seeing that parallel there and her saying that the possibilities are there and you know she'll be the first but she won't be the last and I'm just looking at my daughter like I mean you always gonna say my kid gonna be a lawyer my kid gonna be a doctor but the fact that it's happened and you're seeing it and your kid sees it that that opens up so many doors so much imagination for kids I mean, it, I think this election was just, it was bigger than us. It was, it was deeper than us. And it's, it's just so, it's a breath of fresh air. And I feel a little less stressed now. I will say that the election not only brought like, uh, you know, we got a better president, uh, a, a better vice president out of the, out of it. Y'all, let me say something. <laughs> Black Twitter. I'm going to talk to black Twitter right now. Y'all mofos showed the hell out with these memes, these videos, bro. I had to watch Avengers Endgame because that correlation they made of the Avengers Endgame when they were fighting and Iron Man, finally, he got all the um, stones and all that and putting that with the election boy y'all did that whoever did that did that it was so many even these new these new videos they're coming out kind of making fun of Kamala Harris I think that's how you say her name and how she was like we didn't y'all like it's just so funny and it's just so nice that we can make light of it um I just think I I pray that something good happens and and the way that I put it is we showed up for them it's time for them to show up for us and if they don't in the next four years we know what we got to do we just have to keep exercising our right to vote we have to keep exercising our right to free speech and free voting and that's what we get that's what we're here for so the fact that we were able to exercise our rights exercise our you know, our amendments that they like to throw on our face when it comes to gun laws and stuff like that. We were able to exercise that. And I'm just proud at the stand that we took. And I know that I keep saying that, but I guess living through so much turmoil in America and finally 
feeling like you were heard somewhat, even if it was just to cast a ballot to see it actually play out and to not have that same, well, they're going to do what they want anyway, so why vote? My vote doesn't matter. For a vote to actually matter, I think that's beautiful. I do. And I saw a meme that was just like, I'm getting kind of tired of living through historical events. And I'm just like, bro, real shit. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I I lived through 9-11, Katrina, um, now COVID, this presidency. I mean, there's so many other things. So many other things. I mean, not including, uh, you know, I would think I was in college, maybe, when the Black Lives Matter movement really picked up and really started. I was alive. I mean, Trayvon Martin lived through that, lived through every big um, tragedy that has happened with our people. Um, I guess it it is kind of exhausting. You do kind of just want to live and just be. And it does play a mental toll. Um, Me and my man talk all the time. And I'm just like the amount of PTSD that we're going to experience alone just from going through COVID. Like we're never going to look at people the same way. I mean, a cough is never going to be the same. I mean, washing your hands and shaking hands and giving hugs and going to big gatherings. Like we're going to experience some PTSD from that because what we experience and we don't ever want to experience it again. I mean, it's, it's bound to happen. But like I said, I'm a little tired of uh, going through uh, traumatic events. But however, I am happy that I was blessed to live to see them and live through them. Because I have a story to tell. I have a story to tell my kids. I have a story to tell, you know, my grandkids, you know, God willing. And and I think it's just it's a beautiful thing that we have grown up, even growing up in an age of no social media and then living in social media and, and how that has changed the world and technology and iPhones and, you know, now our voting and is in our rights and our constitution and amendments and we're really bridging the gap and challenging things that we just used to just fall by the wayside and I think people although we always talk about how 2020 completely sucked I really do think that it played a vital role in our lives I think and no I know it played a vital role in mine I mean I, I have a little bit more clarity and I hope that in these in this year you all were able to gain that clarity as well and I hope with this election you were able to feel a little bit more confident that when we get together and when we really band together not just black people but people in general humanity in general when we band together and we really put our mind to something we can literally be unstoppable But it's just up to us to continue that and to do that. So I just wanted to come on my podcast and, you know, I couldn't I could not talk about it. We get we got to talk about it. We had to. But um, I definitely wanted to come on here and kind of share how I was feeling. Maybe some of y'all feeling the same way. 
you know, just kind of let y'all know, like, hey, we did it. I'm proud of us for real. And I love black people for real, because through all of that stress, y'all kept it entertaining the entire damn time. So shout out to black Twitter. Um, Shout out to social media for that, because it was a good it was nice to kind of laugh in the midst of an anxious time period. So I hope that you guys are all being safe out there. I know that there's kind of like threats going around about white supremacists and racists kind of being irate. Just make sure that you stand your ground and you are safe and make sure that your family is safe and all of that good stuff. Be safe from Corona. I mean, we've been through a lot. So And that is why I appreciate you guys for coming every week and listening to my podcast because no matter what is going on in the world, I have consistent listeners who are consistently consistently listening to my podcast when they don't have to. Um, I think this year was a good year for business starters and things like that, like just pure support, just knowing that support is everything. So um, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end it here. So if you are listening to this with somebody, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm proud of you. We did that. And if you're not, call somebody up and text them or, or anything and just say, hey, I'm proud of you. Good job. We did it. And it may not. And you could be talking about the presidency. But I mean, same way Kamala called Biden and said, we did it just say hey you're doing it or I'm proud of you I think those things people need to hear those affirmations are things that people need to hear especially in these trying days so with that I am if you're drinking and driving you guys know that I do not condone drinking and driving so if you are driving you are not to have any type of wine on you but if you are at home listening to this or just chilling listening to this please grab your glass if you are drinking wine Let's take a cheers. Um, I got my wine right here. So hold on. Mm. That is good. But yes. And if you're out, if you didn't drunk all your wine while listening to this, please go get your wine bottle and fill it up with some more wine, please. Thank you guys for listening again. And I will talk to you on my next episode. Peace.